Ahoy, ahoy, passengers. This is your captain speaking, ready to embark on another episode, another journey through the airways of your mind and your soul. This is Urban Legends Radio, broadcasting from the bottom of the ship in the Palatial Team 13 Studios, always in league and in company with my captainess, the co-captain herself. Hello, 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 world. This is your girl, Toro, of course, coming to you live from Wind Radio. Uh, We are so glad to be back here with you in the palatial studios of Team 13. And uh, we want to give a shout out definitely to our producer, B-Rob, who's always uh, in the building somewhere around there. Super producer, making the thing work out. Remember to always go to winradio.com so you can check out our schedules and television shows that we have coming up and all the other lineups that we have with our media website. You know, speaking of B-Rob, let me say something. If you have never seen him out there, that dude is like jacked. Like Jack Central. He's like a physical trainer too, isn't he? Like a wool to bump. I mean, my goodness. Up. Yeah, I mean, like, like yes, a Yes, like he's a, a personal trainer. Yeah, he's, he, he does a lot of stuff. He's a, a musician. He's a very talented musician, actually. He plays for multiple people uh, professionally. Uh, he's also a music producer, a video producer, editor, just like pretty much everything you need in the studio. So, yeah, a big shout out to him. I'm lucky to call him family. And I yeah, absolutely. Kind of cool stuff. You probably can't bench more than me, though. Yeah, right, right. What you benching, like five pounds? You gonna do me like that? Do you see the size of these guns? Okay. Nah, I, oh, not, you don't want me to? Oh, no, always loaded. That's the not. whole thing. I got revolvers over here. Mm-mm. Just, I just, just spray and pray. Now, okay? <laughs> look at that. I mean, my goodness, I, I, I probably bench more than you, Rob. So this is actually a really cool episode we're gonna be doing today. It's gonna be the holiday transition because this week is Halloween, um, or Hallow's Eve, and those of us that might be having Sam Harvest Man. Fest instead of Halloween Fest, whatever have you. Um, but we're excited because this year Magnus is going to go as Black. Panther last year he went as I think he went as a cowboy and no. then when he went to school no, no not a cowboy he was Tarzan it was hilarious okay. and then when he he's went to school he's gonna be the beige panther he was he what was he um, when he went to daycare he was um I don't remember what he was oh like yeah he was what was the what was the movie that we called he was Top Gun he was the black Top Gun he had on the leather vest I mean the leather jacket with the mustache and the aviator shades with the oh, white t-shirt yeah, yeah, yeah. he was hilarious that was yeah. so funny my little Maverick it's all good but yeah, Charlie was a cowgirl that's that, what um, it is that season. Uh, Halloween has always been one of my favorite seasons besides the uh, fat kid and love candy I mean it's always that um, the people who get to really honestly do Halloween and dress up as something really cool and just kind of like yeah. be something else for a night. It doesn't matter. People say, oh, that's for kids. That's this and that's that. It's like, no. Nah. It's for people who like to enjoy themselves and have fun. Uh, the best Halloween parties are always the costume only parties. Yeah. You know what I mean? I hate people who come to a Halloween party like dressed up in regular clothes. Yeah, man. Who are you? It's like, no. Nah. You know what? Whenever we throw Halloween parties, that's always the nigga that got to pay. Yeah. Understand if Team Thirteen throws a, a Halloween party, a costume style party, and you show up like that, you, you want got to, you, you got to pay. You got to pay because we always provide like food, um, beverages, spirits. You know what I'm saying? All that kind of stuff. So we, and like, we yeah. always have a knockdown drag drag out time too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so but now she like she said this is the um, the reason we call it the transitional episodes because this is like that transitional period. Uh, like you said, is is Halloween time. But like the moment you turn the corner, like at twelve o'clock, it's instantly like that weird thanksgiving christmas season christmas you know what I'm and you know what i hate i know i know that people love christmas but i hate that they don't i guess they decorate for fall with with fall hits 
So, therefore, when November comes, it's like, oh, let me go ahead and put up my Christmas decorations. It's just like, no, I want to have my fall Thanksgiving feel. I don't want to come to your house for Thanksgiving dinner and you got Christmas decorations yeah, up. Like, that just, boring. that forces your mind to rush time, if you know what I'm saying. Like, I hate seeing those calendars. Like, when people put them up on Facebook or anywhere, oh, it's 96 days to Christmas. God damn it, stop reminding me how many days it is to Christmas. Because what we have found out in actually true research is that Christmas causes anxiety in so many people yeah. because of the fact that you're thinking, oh, I need to get this for my kids. I need to do this for my whole family. You know what I'm saying? Just like a list of sometimes unrealistic uh, uh, expectations that we set unnecessarily and that's why i like to raise my kids with a small christmas like just so happen that they'll end up having a large one but we really don't buy our kids that much stuff for christmas we'll buy them like three or four items and everybody else will buy like two or three you know what i'm saying and they end up having a big christmas i'm like you know i don't want to raise my kids to where when people stop getting you stuff you stop appreciating the holiday spirit because it's more than about gifts you know what i'm saying it's about giving <laughs> speak for your damn self Whatever. no i'm just playing uh there, there is a reason for the season um and like i said i think there is i like the for the season yeah. no i had no, to we're, not, yeah, we're not doing that yes. no but uh there is a reason for the season i believe that the reason i've become such a christmas kid since i was a kid is i was one of those ones who believed in santa claus you know what i mean i'm be straight up and down with you i believe like it. six o'clock when my parents set it up you know we went to sleep you know there was nothing under the tree we wake up at like three or four in the morning you know there would just be shit everywhere you know what i mean it was me and my two brothers so you know there were like three individual piles or stacks or sections you know just toys and clothes and everything else um, so I, I appreciate the Christmas season, but as I get older, you understand that certain things are, you know, like for, um, children or whatever they say. And I do think some aspects of the Christmas season can be for children. Um, but I think the Christmas season in and of itself is supposed to spark something like a different feeling within you. And I think that's the whole thing about it. It's really supposed to, like when people come out around Christmas, a lot of like, miracles start having people be like oh you know they go pay off somebody's layaway somebody like okay you're paying off somebody's layaway but what you don't realize is some of these parents are trying to get their kids something during christmas because they're not able to give them anything throughout the rest of the year you know what yeah. i'm saying and it's just like when somebody comes and pays your 200 dollar bill yes it's 200 dollars, but that's 200 dollars less that you got to spend out your pocket you know what i'm saying like that's if you got multiple kids so you can have four kids and that totals up to 200 dollars quickly because we all know toys you know what i'm saying and one thing parents is is going talking about that make sure you budget kids don't know the toys come from Once Upon a Child, which is a child resale store. Of course store. not, damn it. They come from Santa Claus in the North right. Pole. What's wrong with you, they, they build them. But My what goodness. I'm saying is, go and do your research. Look on Amazon. Look on these websites and get you some get you some deals and things of that nature. And this is before Black Friday. Because of the fact is, when your child opens it on Christmas, they're going to throw it over to the side. Trust me, we've all been through that. Our parents have been through that. And we're going through it now with our kids. But, you know, some of those things you can buy new. But just go check out and see what you can get used. Because a lot of the toys that I see at Once Upon a Child, I'm like, damn, if I would have known they had that. I would have spent $15 down here instead of $75 for something brand new at the box. And a lot of that stuff comes with, it's, it's age appropriate as well, um, like that stick. 
there you go. I don't pay attention over here. We talking about something. We, we, we talking about a joystick. I'm still playing my PS4 while we're doing this. Nah, but seriously, um, my brother Joffrey, he used to uh, do something really cool. He would do something for Colin and well, something, something with Colin and Miles. He would ask them to pick out their, like their favorite toy. Like, what is the one thing you really, 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 really want this Christmas? And they go pick out, you know, like a a nerve gun or a nerve gun or action figure or anything like that. And what they would do is they would take that toy that they thought they were getting, their one toy they really wanted, and they would go give it to another child that was in need. You know what I mean? And just show how that would brighten up their day and brighten up their whole season. Um, I hate to say it, being cool during this season or during any season, you know what I'm saying? It, it don't cost a damn thing. You know what I mean? Just to smile a little bit more, hug one or two yeah. more people. Um, just say a couple of nice things. You know what I mean? This season, I think that for all the reasons that we're listing, which is why people try to skip over that Halloween, Thanksgiving, and go straight into Christmas because of the feeling that it generates. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't I don't necessarily agree with it. I think that um, whatever it is you believe religion, I think religion is kind of weird, but whatever it is that you believe spiritually, I think that you can have fun during all three of these holidays or nationally recognized times, whatever it is that you want to describe them as. Um, if you just try to embrace what it's about, you know, Thanksgiving is about giving thanks, things that you've been doing all year. Uh, Christmas is the, is, is the season of giving, you know, the season of joy and laughter. Halloween is just a time of fun, you know what I mean? Yeah. A time of, uh, of, you know, the dress up, the mask, you know, just, it's a time to be somebody else, be someone cool that you've always wanted to be, you know what I mean? And just kind of embrace that as well. Yeah, and that's the whole thing. It's like Christmas does bring that bubbly feeling, but you know what I'm saying? Like some, I, I tell people you should really embrace that every day of the year. And it's it's for some reason it doesn't happen, but you know, like that's that's the whole thing when you just have a feeling of, of giving, and it's good that everybody ends up celebrating the holiday. You know what I'm saying? And we you call it. We used to get mad. Well, I used to get a little frustrated. Because people would say, oh, happy holidays. I'm like, no, Merry Christmas. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. But it's so many holidays that fall in between that you have Kwanzaa. You have, I think, um, you have Hanukkah. You have a couple of other holidays. Oh, there's so many holidays so that fall in between. But I'm going to tell you something I found at this day. And I, I may be wrong. Actually, you can misquote me on the number. That's fine because I think it's actually much higher than I'm about to say. I think bet between the time of Halloween, was it mid-October through January 1st, I think like there's it. like, it might be like a hundred different holidays. Jesus. And we're talking about religions that, you know, and, and I hate to, and I, I never use the term pagan. I think that's, a, that's an unfair term because everybody's a pagan, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? To somebody, you know what yeah. I mean? You you Christian folks, you pagan to Muslims, you know what I mean? Muslim folks, you pagan to, you know, to, to Christians and Buddhists and everything else or however the religious system work. I've fallen out of love with the quote term religion. Um, the spirituality is more what I get from it. You know what I mean? Uh, but I think that you've seen people call every perversion of their minds religion in some sort of way. Mm -hmm. You know, there are some religions who think it's totally fine to, to, to do stuff to people and kids during church. I've seen it. You know, so I do a lot of research and a lot of reading. Yeah. So religion can take on many forms. You know what I mean? I used to uh, watch one of my favorite movies. If my brother Jonathan was here, he'd trip off this. But it was this one great line in this movie, uh, in this movie called The Kingdom of Heaven. This guy says, I, I, maybe I don't think God loves me anymore because I can't find his religion in me anymore. And this guy said, I put no stock in religion. I've seen every perversion of man's mind be converted into the word of God. He said, but what God truly requires, whatever God it is you serve and pray to, what he truly requires is what's in your head and what's in your heart. And what you desire to do is every, and what you desire to do every day to be a good person or not. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's a, that's like a a guideline that can be set through any faith, any faith system. You know what I mean? These aren't necessarily commandments or things that are sending you to hell or sending you to heaven. Um, it's more so like things that you can abide by with 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 any um with any background, with any economic following, no matter where you come from, any walk of life can adapt to that and it'll be cool for everybody. Yeah. And that's a and that's a pretty cool thing. But the holidays is always just a good time because that's the time you can spend with family and all of that. But please remind remember in the holiday season, just try to keep your spirits up because that's a lot of times where people get into the lonesome stage because family members have passed away, friends have passed away, and things of that nature. So just, you know what I'm saying, make sure that you check on folks and make sure that they okay or whatnot because just a good phone call. Like, I was calling my aunts the other day, and they was like, what you want? Nothing. I just wanted to call you see what you was doing. Yeah. And just chit-chat with them for a second because, you know, people are starting to go to more and more <laughs> funerals it was hilarious right. i was it at a person funny, right? yeah it's dead funny. Oh my God. so i was at a, a, a person's house the other day and somebody died and the person that they were talking to was older it was like a friend of mine was talking to her mom and that was like you know the next thing she wanted to know was who got the body it's like damn at that point in your age like that's all the questions that i end up hearing a lot of older people talking about well what you hear on the news then who died it's like jesus you know what I'm saying? I'm we should be talking about who alive and still This is the realest thing I'm ever say. Funerals are messy times, and I'm gonna tell you what I mean. I can speak for this uh, from experience. I wouldn't say who it is, but I work for uh, or with. Uh, well, yeah, I work for a um, a respected mortuary, a, a funeral service, and I'll say this right here. Yeah, we don't been around plenty of folks Man, that you know listen, outside of that. I have just seen weird stuff, like weird family stuff that happens at these funerals that you get to find out who really cares about people, you know, who's there for what reasons, and it's odd, you know what I mean? That's supposed to be the time that you take the person's memory or legacy or whatever it is, and you try to, you know, make some kind of light of it, you know what I mean? Um, and so, like I said, that's, that's very odd, you know what I mean? And... Basically, know. like the good song says, get your house in order because what happens a lot of times is not that it's messy, but when the person leaves here, I'm just going to say if you have multiple children by different resources, right? Right. If you got four children by two different women, you need to break down how things are going to go, what's going to go down. You need to have a will. And that's the one thing is uh, is is a lot of cultures we need to start working on. A lot of black folks don't have it together to where they listen out who gets what. It's when somebody passes away and all the ish hits the fan because of the fact that mama didn't designate who get all her antiques. You know what I'm saying? Who get all her clothes, if you want her clothes at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. stuff like that. And that's why we, you know what I'm saying, I be talking to my mama personally. I'm like, look, mama, you know what I'm saying? You you got four kids. And same thing about my daddy. Y'all need to be figuring this stuff out. Do you already have a will written out? What do you want to do? And sometimes your kids don't want your stuff. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Then true. you got somebody having to take on a house full of stuff that don't want it, and they scared to sell it, and they don't want the the other sibling don't want to sell it either, but they don't want to take it on because it reminded my mama, okay, live with your memories, not the stuff. And I know that's hard to say because we've all like all lost somebody very close to us, like all lost somebody very very close to us. And yeah. when it comes to cleaning their stuff out, you're cleaning. <laughs> Jason, I'm don't sorry. even go there. Um, but when it comes it comes to cleaning their stuff out, it feels like at times you're cleaning 
cleaning that memory out. Um, but it's not like the memories live on through the lives and the and the life that you had through them. You know what I'm saying? Like when you put that when you get that clothes away, give it away to somebody that's gonna care for it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Somebody that's gonna take care of it. Or you know what I mean? If they got a, a doggone shirt with rat pits and holes in it. Then you sh- throw it away. What are you keeping it for? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Don't be you, a hoarder. Don't that's be a hoarder. And that's the whole thing because at the end of the day, that's more burden on you because you continuously walk by. Like look at that picture of them smiling. You know what I'm saying? Don't look at don't look at the clothes and be like, Oh, I remember when she wore this to the wedding back in nineteen seventy two. First of all, why the hell do you still have clothes from nineteen seventy two? But you know, it is what it is. I'm pretty sure your loved one if that was still here, probably would have had brand new stuff by now. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. I mean, well, let's think about it like this right here. I mean, everybody takes certain parts and certain uh, events differently. You know what I mean? And, and I think that's one of the um, the hardest things to accept. You know what I'm saying? When, when things you have to pass on. Yeah, there you go. Don't pass that on. My goodness. Once again, we're talking about refreshments over here i mean got my god give me a break uh no but like i said there's some sentimental value in a lot of things i know since my mom has passed there's some things that i wouldn't dare give away there's a couple of shirts that since i've lost almost another body in in like weight um that i wouldn't dare give away yeah. you know what i mean I just feel. because my mom gave me you know what i mean but a lot of that stuff um you understand like the person doesn't care you know what i mean but everybody deals with grief differently you know what i mean i think that's the thing about grief we all accept it differently we all process it differently um we all react to it differently you know what i mean i think that's what one of the great things about human nature is how we all act differently towards something you know what i mean um some people become more joyous you know after a person dies and it's not to say i'm happy they're dead but it's like i can understand and appreciate the fact that they're no longer in a spot or in a position they were in previously you know what i mean um like when a person is is really sick or 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 is has been ailing for a long time yeah you love to see you look i mean you hate to see that person go but somebody explained something to me how selfish it is to think about that. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm sitting here suffering every day of my life. It hurts to breathe. It hurts to move. Um, I, I'm bedridden, blah, 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 blah. And y'all praying for me to stay alive. You know what I mean? Like, like, damn. like damn, it's like I'm, I'm miserable. You know what I mean? It's like, that's why uh, one of my good friends, a minister who, uh, who's like a brother to me, um, who just got his own church. Ex- yeah, congratulations. From, yeah, I just saw it. From interim uh, minister to full-time minister. And he told me... Full-time pastor. Full-time pastor. He told me uh, a long time ago, is, uh, one of our friends is about to get married, and we were making jokes about it. He said, all I can pray is this right here. Lord, let your will be done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't. It's selfish to say, oh, my God, keep them around because I'm going to miss them so much, even though every day of their life they're It's pain. miserable. Every day of their life, someone. And that, 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 that doesn't just have to do with death. There are some people who you know are in toxic relationships. Stop yeah. praying for the people to stay, to stay together. It ain't none of your business. You know, pray for the Lord's will for, to be done. To be done. Whoever it is you pray to, you know what I mean? Because um, every situation that's alive shouldn't keep, like, be given CPR. Some dead situations should stay dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I heard in this movie one time, he says, basic combat triage. It's personal. Leave the dying to die. It's leave the dying to die. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, like I said, I, I still want to talk a little bit about this, this, this holiday thing. So... The transition before we, like I said, ha- Halloween is uh, has just passed us. Um, I had a really badass costume. Uh, I was just like this badass wasteland renegade. I yeah. Mean, everybody knows that's just like my personality. Tori, what did you do? Uh, I actually went as, I can't remember. 
I think. There you go. There you go. Just go ahead and forget it. It's obvious. I forgot what did I go mm-hmm. as. There well, was... Magnus went as the Beige Panther. He's not quite dark enough to be the Black Panther. Yeah, look at me. Uh, Charlotte with a storm. Yep. Uh, we talking about candy, good times, the whole night. Now, since I'm a fat guys, I stated earlier, man, Thanksgiving is approaching quickly. Quickly. Yes, Thanksgiving is approaching quickly. So, um, like, what are some Thanksgiving, some Thanksgiving traditions? First of all, did you like say a, Thanksgiving? It's Thanksgiving. It's, it's Thanksgiving. gonna be Jiving on that turkey. It's on that bird. It's on that lurking. I'm gonna do something hardcore this year. I'm actually gonna try to go th- on a diet like during the during Thanksgiving, the holiday season. Mm-hmm. The problem isn't the main Let's day. Let's see how like that's going to work out, ladies and gentlemen. Well, think about it. That's not the problem. The, the problem is never Thanksgiving Day, Christmas Day. It's the days leading up to that, like when you're at work and they having like these random snacks and cookies yeah, and donuts. holiday cakes, parties. Parties, you know what I mean? Everybody got a party going no, to. No, screw that. We out. don't even have holiday parties like that no more. Like, you know, I, I, and my thing is, I think... Like, corporations have completely changed, and I think it's different. On, it, it depends on where you work. Where I work at now, no holiday parties. Unless you specifically work at this, you know, one location or whatnot, they might have something there. But, you know, like, people used to have it to where they rented out places. And I guess some big businesses still do. They have hospitality facilities and things of that nature because they have those uh, resources already. Like, catering is already mm-hmm. in the building. All you got to do is block the space out like you would for a meeting or whatnot. And just have a holiday party, but I don't know. Maybe people don't do that stuff like no more because well, they're trying to save. Else, I'm gonna tell you something else that also matters. I was on uh, the last corporation I worked for before the government shut me down. <laughs> the last corporation I worked for, um, right before I started working, I heard they used to have these extravagant holiday parties, like these Christmas parties, whatever you want to call them. Um, and they would like raffle away stuff like TVs and laptops yeah. and gaming systems, just like cool stuff. And now like this dude was like, oh man, I think we're going to do it again this year. And the first year I worked there, like we came in, they had like this, this, this reheated like turkey patties and like this weird, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that, like that. Uh, weird uh, meat. Is like that, everybody, you know, like, like I used to work at the hospital. And I'm like, is it clone meat? Is that clone meat? It's like I used to work at the hospital. It's like they didn't honor holidays. So if you have to work like Thanksgiving, yeah. Christmas, them was like working January fourth. You know what I mean? It was just a regular day. And so they would give us like these like pre cooked like school lunches. It was just like the worst. You know what I mean? Like the little the the, the, the big thick turkey slices and the macaroni and cheese and the cornbread that you know it I remember like super pre prepared. Um super prepared. I'm serious. And that's exactly what it would be like. You know what I mean? Um and, and I'm going to tell you something. Pre-prepared holiday dinners are the absolute worst. You know what I mean? Uh, but that's what it was when they showed up like that, that day that they were supposed to be giving everything out. And they were pretty much like, dude, everybody's cutting costs. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's Everything is costs. going up. Like, uh, we're going to give everybody a free turkey. And, and like, like our friend was said it. the other week, the cost of the cost of, of us being paid more, I guess. You know yeah, what I'm the, saying? And the it's cost just, of fun has gone up. The cost of, of, of everything has. And it's like in this new cyber world, that's why everybody's pushing for more money to be distributed. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, you can awaken the economy. It's kind of like that stimulus package that mm-hmm. Obama did. You know what I mean? Like, they just give everybody some money to go out there and spend. You know what I mean? And we to put go it ahead back and throw the money the back into the economy so we can have it. You know what I mean? So. Um, that's the thing about the holiday season. That's why everybody kind of gets chubby. It's not really the day. Because, I mean, I'm not one of those people who's going to eat four or five plates. Right. I've never been that guy. Like, I, I smash out one big one, then pick off some stuff, like, later on. Uh, but, like, the Thanksgiving season, to me, has always been cool. Because when I was a kid, we used to always go to St. Louis. 
Like my family in St. Louis, y'all know who y'all are. We used to go up there every year. Uh, but before that, actually, before we start going to St. Louis, we used to have the best. Um, I guess that's like one A and one B. Uh, if you remember our last show, my cousin William from New York, we used to go up there like every Thanksgiving. It was like fucking amazing. You talking about to New York? Yes. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you what. We used to go up there, and um, one of the coolest. I heard they charge for this now. So this is back when this 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 activity was free. Mm. We would um. We would go to New York and we would stay the whole week. You know, my mom worked for That's Delta cool. Airlines. We would, we would stay for, you know, we would fly free, uh, stay with my unvows. We stay free. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, uh, we go up there and the Macy's Day Parade is Thanksgiving Day, right? Right. The night before, we would always go down there and get some street pretzels. This is it. First of all, street pretzels. Take the subway. Did you, you know, get a street some, dog? Oh, I was trying to street meat, though. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's that street meat. <laughs> Now, me that being from the sounds South, like <laughs> the worst. Back in the day, we would go. This is like the late nineties. I mean, like mid Street early. Meat sounds like a poop fest. You know what I'm saying? It was like the early, mid, and kind of late nineties that we would go, and um, we would go to like FAO Schwartz and do all that cool stuff. But the night before the Macy's Day Parade, what we would do is we would go down there and watch them blow all those balloons up. Ah, like that's, giant, that's like, cool. Balloon. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We would just go down there and watch them blow them up, um, and that was one of the cool things we did. But, like, everything, I heard they charge for that now. You know what I mean? I heard well, they shut down the original FAO Schwartz. Like, what are y'all yeah, doing? Yeah, they actually shut the original down, and then they moved it to another location. Because we were talking about that the other week, uh, and he was saying that they raised so much cane that they had to bring the movie, I mean, the the, um, the store back. The store I mean, back. I, dude, I'm going to tell you something. FAO Schwartz is an American institution. It's not just some goddamn toy store. Right. Okay? That was an they American They closed all the... Damn, they're all toy stores. I'm not oh, saying like all the toy stores, but they closed a lot of toy stores uh, throughout the areas. I mean, because, but it's not their fault because yeah, it's it because it's online yeah, and online. you yeah. can get stuff uh, from Walmart. You know what I'm saying? You can go get toys from Target. At first, they didn't sell stuff like that, but now, I mean, they uh, to my knowledge, I mean, I'm only 30, but hell, I've always known Walmart to have a toy out. I don't know if they always had everything like they do now. It, well, it, they can't because their toy aisle is four aisles. You know what I mean? I'm gonna tell you the. I'm gonna tell you really the greatest toy store I've ever known. It's not Toys R Us. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm I'm 35. So when I was like four or five years old in Memphis, I used to play this place called Children's Palace. Oh my God, it was the greatest toy Children's store. Palace. Children's Palace was the greatest toy store in the history of mankind. Um, we would go there. You get to play with some of the toys. They had cool stuff, and then like Toys R Us because that was like a northern thing, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. I might be wrong. Uh, or Western or whatever it was. But, um, you know, just down south, it, it was just a cool toy store. I've always wanted to own a toy store. But nowadays, I mean, shit, you can what, get in your car and drive 30 minutes to a toy store. Or you can just click a button a few times. And now a drone will just drop it off at your door. But see, my thing is, with, with that being said, like, I'm one of those buyers. I can buy a few things online. But I still like to know the fabric and stuff like that. Like, I ordered some dresses from Amazon, but I ordered one tried it on i was like okay boom i like the fabric you know the way it fits yada 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 so i know now from one this from this specific buyer this is how they clothes fit but you know what i'm saying like i think i was looking at some toys or something or whatnot and i'm like okay you got the dimensions and the measurement and how much it weighs but i want to see what it looks like you know what i'm saying and then if i get it gotta come you know, come to the house. I'm probably yeah. going to have to put it more together than I would at the store because you're trying to conserve on, you know, shipping and stuff. It's just like, 
a whole lot of different things that you have to uh, have to do. But before we continue on, let's take the time to remember that October is the month of breast cancer awareness. Yes. And it's also the month of domestic violence awareness. Um, so those are for domestic violence. I believe the color is purple. Um, and for breast cancer, the color is pink. So let's make sure that we keep in mind those that have been through um, and that have survived breast cancer. Yes, um, those who are continuing to go through treatments and things of that nature. Speaking of, oh my goodness, uh, we got, can you believe we didn't talk about the race? Oh yes, the race. Oh we God. did the race the last week, and it was yes. absolutely amazing. But it was traditional. Oh, wow, I think that's what made it more God. fun. We did the, the Susan. We're talking about we're referring to Susan G. Coleman Rice for the Cure. We do it uh, every year since, <clears throat> really since my mom was diagnosed years ago, and after she had passed, we continue to do it. Team Lynn. Team um, Lynn. We Why went down there. And this is like year eighteen for the team collectively. However, this year, man, it was it pissing was down, down rain. rain. It's a, but you know, it's the first time my family, like my family, like me, the entire, family. you know, what I'm saying, me, Toro, Maggie, uh, Charlotte, we all walked together. Um, but three point two miles in a complete rainstorm. And I thought it was gonna stop raining, but I it, thought it was gonna stop raining before we got there. It's it's picked up worse because it the, did. normally the way the weather works. In our metro area is when it gets lighter raining in our area. And I was kind of watching the rain pattern. It usually blows back towards the eastern the eastern way. Mm -hmm. So when we were traveling west, I'm like, okay, here's the rain. Then it just poured down. I'm like, okay, well, it should keep moving east. Baby, when we got downtown, it's like it started it following was, us. It, it was following us, like literally. Yeah, it was weird. It was following us. We started at Union and Third, right there by um, AutoZone Park, and we just came all the way down. Man, there was a booger bear there um, because we had the kids in a stroller. They had on punch. Well, Charlie had on the punch. Oh, Magnus was in the back seat. We call our double star the Cadillac. Yeah, yeah. And they were in there rolling. And uh, the the bad thing about it is, I thought we, I had us pretty, you know, pretty much protected. I damn near had on two shirts and um, two jackets, but I took off one of them and just had on my two jackets and my shirt. By the time and a punch out. Yeah, By the time out. we made it back to the car, yeah, you could ring everything. Every out. layer of everyone yeah. was soaked, even the yeah. kids even in the, the, kids the in weird. the car, and it was it was so weird. It I feel so, so bad. bad. I feel so <laughs> bad for them because they were just, but they enjoyed it. You know, kids love rain, and yeah. for them to for them to be out there in the race, everybody's like, "Oh, you're so dedicated." I'm like, "Yeah, that's because they parents out here." Yeah. But you know, that's the that's the whole Thing we I'm gonna tell you something. We were so drenched. Toro got not mad, but she was tripping because when we got back to the car, I literally stripped down and I drove home and nothing but what in his drawers. I had, okay. I had nothing more drawing on driving. It was it knows we even soaked. You know what I mean? It was yeah, weird. It was it, and it was just like it wasn't like you got wet like you jumped in a puddle. Yeah. It was just like your top layer got wet and the water soaked its way through so much the top layer that it just continued. You know when water get on stuff, it just spreads. It just yeah, gradually it just spreads to everything. everything. And so it was bad because we took the clothes out the car the other day Sunday. 
and uh, the clothes were still wet. The rice was, you know, that Saturday, and we took them yeah. out, and it was still wet. But, still you wet. know, that's the whole thing. We were out there, and it was kind of funny because we were like, Mom, if you suffer for that long, we can suffer through water and suffer, walking. Right. That's what we always tell ourselves. If she can suffer, we can suffer, damn it. Especially right. walking through. But uh, if you're out there doing that, Susie G. Common Race, the Sister Strut, um, whichever one you're participating in, y'all, we got to release that kid. We're actually going to do the Sister Strut in April. They started bringing it to Memphis because when we first started mm-hmm. doing the race, my sister-in-law and I were talking, and we were saying that when they first started doing the race, there was only Susan G. Coleman. But now that we have the sister Sisterhood Strut, we're... Um, or sister strut, forgive me if I'm pronouncing it. It's a sister strut. It, it's just a sister strut. But, um, you know, having it there to be able to support so many of those. I mean, breast cancer affects all sorts. You know what I'm saying? They affect all sorts of uh, backgrounds, races, religions, everything. Yes. But one thing about it is it's nothing like being able to, to go to a physician or see someone of your direct background struggling and seeing how they either yeah. survived or how they're making it through or even being an encourager. That's one one uh, one thing that I'm finna put Jason on blast about is that I want him to go back to like the places where he was seen for treatment. And just talk to some of the people that's out there. You know what I'm saying? It's like, because a lot of people go out there with the same despair and loss of hope that we had at some point in time. You know what I'm saying? Because you never know, like, this stuff is really up in the air with your health care. But, you know what I'm saying? Just to see a survivor of it and be like, dang, I can make it through. You know what I'm saying? Like, I might not come on. And you know what I'm saying? I might not be as bad off as you and I might not be as worse as you. But, you know what I'm saying? Better than you, but it, it is what it is to be able to have a survivor to come through and um and give you some encouragement. Not from a, like, because it's different when you, somebody comes and tells you, oh, I can only imagine. That means you've never been through it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's, it, it's like so many, like we have a, a person that we know that just lost a child. Like gave birth and lost a child. And um, I don't want to reach out. Because I don't know what to say. You know what I'm saying? I'm praying for And she knows that people are praying for But it's no point in me telling telling her, oh, I understand what you feel because I don't. I have two beautiful children. I've never had a miscarriage. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, God. Or whatever the case may be. And I'm not speaking in future terms either. But that's just a, that, that's just a tough, you know what I'm saying, thing to, to speak on on any on any sorts of grief or loss or suffering at that point in time but all i can say is you know what i'm saying is that we're praying through it and that you can find some help you know what i'm saying like people in the south we all or a lot of religious people we just want to say oh pray about it and then let it work and no go see the damn doctor doctor, you know what i'm saying that's if 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 the doctor wasn't supposed to be here he would he or she wouldn't be here if the knowledge wasn't supposed to be laid out the information would not be there so you know what i'm saying use the resources that you have because there's plenty of them out there i mean plenty of them it's a lot i didn't know um and and i'm not saying i did i wish i would have taken advantage of them i'm just lucky enough to have a a a more than stellar support system uh, in my corner um but there's a lot of stuff and you know i guess i never really thought about the whole give back thing i guess i, I, I i'm not sure i guess i don't um i don't lionize the situation you know what i mean i kind of try to step back from it it's like i guess that is selfish you know what i mean um i guess i just try not to talk about it like okay you know i went through it it's over it's like 
you know, but, you know, I guess it's never over in that sense, you know, you know, and like in the, in the whole giving back sense. And I, maybe that's something I, you know, I know we got a lot more Christmas and holiday uh, shows coming up, but uh, maybe that'll be something I just do during the Christmas season, during the Thanksgiving season, the way I show my thanks. And, and I'm finna go, I'm finna go Georgia style on you. That's something you should be doing every day because you know what I'm saying? Like the way that I look at it and I guess each person's relationship is different, but I think that's what has changed the outlook on life for me, per se. Because when you went through what you went through at the age that you went through it, you know what I'm saying? Like, to see somebody that close to you, um, they could be gone, you know what I'm saying? And have that moment being able to give back. Um, and like we were saying, I was saying a prayer yesterday, I was like, we just wake up. You know what I'm saying? Knowing we're going to make it through the whole day. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we just go on planning our whole week, our whole month, next year. Like, we just know this shit going to be there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's just the level of faith that you got. You know what I'm saying? And you just, and it's like people people be talking to me and, <laughs> and they laugh. And they be like, hey, you be cussing. I'm like, uh, you can believe in God and cuss at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can have a clean conversation as well, but you know what I mean? God loves me for who I am. And that's what you get is what you're going to get. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And it's like, I'm going to love you and I'm going to talk to you with some stiff. sense. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to you with some sense, but you know what I'm saying? That's just how sometimes I prefer to talk at point in time. So, like, the whole thing is, is like, you have to look at your outlook in the different re- parts of your relationships and things of that nature because, you know what I'm saying, everybody walked through, like some people that went through those transitions, they don't want to talk about it. They don't want you in their business. They don't want you to ask no questions. You know what I'm saying? This, this, that, and the third. And that's how you end up cutting off your blessings sometimes because when you want to be on the hush-hush about stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I, like I said, and I understand like the um, the thought. And I'm not, I'm not talking. I'm not talking about you know, like you person. I'm just talking about like oh, yeah, period of uh, <laughs> whatever. But just are. like in all sorts of things, like business. You know what I'm saying? Like you grow your business, and then you think that you can't open your mouth and tell your neighbor on how you got to that level of success. You know what I'm saying? Whether your neighbor receives it or not, that's different. But some people so like, nah, I can't tell them about this because I'm afraid they're going to come in my lane. Everybody got their own lane. You know what I'm saying? It's a million people in Memphis with a mil- with, with five million different needs, if not more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, So you can't be worried about what somebody else is doing because as long as you're doing you, You'll be straight. I guess my thing was, and I actually never even said this out loud. I guess I kind of just processed it myself. But the the reason I think I don't talk about, you know, like the situation. I, you know, I mean, listen to how I describe it. Like even just in normal conversations, let's call it the situation or the medical thing. Um, but it's like even, you know thing. what I'm saying? Like the nature of it, the nature of, of, of cancer itself is like. I know, you know what I'm saying, what it does. I know what it's capable of doing the way it, you know, makes a resurgence and a comeback. I guess I don't like to feel like I'm taunting the situation. I right. know it's not like Poking a, it. you know what I'm saying, like, hey, I'm the one who beat cancer. And then it comes back like, oh, did you really? But it's like, I guess that's like one of the, the, the more tough things about it. You know what I mean? Um, it's like I tell it to the people, like, if you know, you know, that's awesome. Uh, it's not something I flaunt. You know what I'm saying? It's not something I really, really like to talk about. Um, I think I've said that on this show probably every time we bring up cancer yeah. or something like that. Um, but you know, it, it, you know, it is what it is. Uh, like I said, I got a strong support system. I even heard my dad there talking to somebody the other day, one of his old friends, and um, I think his wife passed. You know what I'm saying? Like my mom passed, my dad, 
and um, you know, just hearing some of the advice he he was giving him and uh, some of the things he was saying. You know what I'm saying? And it's is 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 like you said, it's it's a real situation. You know, I just have to figure a way to um, become more comfortable in how I uh, talk about it. You know what I mean? And how I um, I guess you know, give thanks it. to the situation, how I deal with it, and the whole nine. So it's not that I'm not thankful. Yeah. That's God. No, that's not it. I'm more thankful than anybody who's you know ever been thankful in the history of thankfulness. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, but I also try to do it with a sense of you know humbleness. Yeah, humbleness. You know what I mean? Uh, instead of like you know kind of taunting the situation. You know, yeah. like every time I get the chance, telling you, you know. Oh, well, you know, I'd be stage three canceling. Oh, it's like, okay, bro, we get it. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, like milky, I said, it's something milky. I work on. Yeah. Thinking, just thinking about overcoming, I don't even know why this came in. I just saw this movie like last night. Um, Dolomite. Dolomite. Dolomite is a trip. Uh, Dolomite is a very good movie um, to me. Besides being hilarious. hilarious. Man, but that's just hilariously funny. Uh, besides it being hilariously funny and really, really good, like a really good story, a really good storyline, uh, the way that the movie is put together, I hope that that movie is the resurgence of real black cinema. And what I mean is, like, 90% of the main character, of the speaking part main characters were either a black dude, a black chick, or they were in the position of power. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it wasn't like they did over a coonery, you know what I'm saying? They wasn't acting. It was like a real story about a real person. Uh, Rudy Ray Moore, Dolomite, um, and just the way it was put together. I mean, like hats off to to Eddie and like producers and whoever put that movie together. That was a phenomenal movie. That was a phenomenal, and it was it was so funny because I expected it to be funny. You know what I'm saying? At least kind of huh. You know what I mean? Like a little funny, but it was so informative because it told you about it showed you about like literally not letting anybody stop you uh, because in the movie and I won't give it all away. But a lot of times when people told Rudy Ray, no, he still found a way to come back. You know what I mean? Like we have to still find a way to bounce back when folks close the door in our face. When we get ready to step out on opportunities, we get like I said, it's more than just that one person's opinion out there. You have multiple people out there that's working that's doing several Indeed. different things so you know what i'm saying with all of that being said you have to make sure that you do whatever you have to do and that man made sure he did whatever he whatever had to he do had like to, whatever yeah. he had to do to make his movie to make his records i mean the whole nine and so like that was not just a movie of of you know com comedic you know uh genius uh, or, say, or yeah. anything like that it, it was a there lot was also more i think it. eddie reminding y'all as to who he was right that if you see the way that, that movie was put together that was eddie reminding y'all of who he was and what and that, that's what i do <laughs> that's what i do best boy yeah, that was but you know movie. what the most hilarious my two favorite characters i gotta give it up and i don't know what her name is i'm gonna find out before the end of the before oh, i end yeah. of the sentence was the lady by the name of lady reed lady reed yeah, she, she was, a g, was a g when i tell yeah, you i, I feel her. like i can I'm hang right. out with her she was so so funny and she was so cool but she was so real um because it was it was just like you could it, it's almost like you could feel her through the screen you yeah. know what i'm saying like when she was when she was talking and she was telling you about her um about her like when she was giving the because i think when dolomite um what was that when dolomite discovered her in the club 
and she had been cheated on by her dude. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and all of this. Spoiler alerts. I know. But I mean, it was just the fact that when he came out at that point in time, it was just like it was so much energy that you just felt through the screen with her. Her name is Divine Joy Randolph. And uh, oh, she played she played uh, Lady Reed. Then you had, I think it's Titus Burgess, who was Theodore Tony. Yeah, he was Mike Epps, who is Jimmy Lynch. Uh, Craig Robinson, who is being... Taylor. Actually, it's not a spoiler alert because Dola might be now for a couple for a couple weeks now. So if you haven't seen it, then you know it's on you. It's on Netflix, by the way. Uh, Keegan Michael Key, who played Jerry Jones, Wesley Snipes, who is Dravell Martin, and then of course Eddie Mar uh, Eddie Murphy was your boy Rudy Ray Moore, aka Dolomite. Yeah, um, but the funny thing is that my other favorite character was Whistler Snipes. That man was, yeah, he was funny as absolutely he was hilarious. Yeah. I've never seen, I can't say I've ever seen him in a funny film before. Like he probably has Not been, a, but he was want to come to me. He was he was actually like one of the funniest characters, and it was so funny because he was serious. Like he wasn't trying to be funny, but it was just it was wonderful. I really enjoyed Dolomite. Definitely plan on seeing it a couple more times. But we do have a major uh, motion picture that's coming out this weekend, uh, November the first. Is Harriet? Harriet oh, yeah, yeah, is coming yeah, out into major theaters, um, and it looks like it's going to be really good. A, a good film to um, go and take the family out to see. I think we're definitely trying to make it like a cousin outing, uh, where we where we go out and see it as a group. Pay for my time. Um, whatever, but we want to go out as a group and go support this movie definitely because um, this is a movie, of course, that we've been waiting on. We all know the story of Harriet Tugman who escaped and and then went back to go uh, get more slaves and bring them into freedom so you know it's it's gonna be awesome uh movie that's coming to us excuse me uh this there it looks like we have a a few new faces that i haven't seen uh but a couple old faces we have cynthia i think it's ervo um e-r-i-v-o and she is going to be playing Harriet. You have Joel Alwyn, uh, Janelle Monet, Leslie Odom Jr., Jennifer Nettles, Clark Peters, uh, Vanessa Bell Calloway. Welcome back. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen her in a while. Um, but, you know, you have a few other familiar faces um, like Vundy Curtis Hall. I haven't seen him in a while and something. But in Zachary Momo. Um, but yeah, so with that being said, definitely go out and support it. It's in theaters, uh, November the 1st, which is this Friday. So please, please, please go out and see it in your local theaters. Um, but yeah, that's back to black cinema. We're seeing it come out and, in a big overflow. And I'm just loving seeing all of these faces on the screen. You know what I'm saying? Um, con congratulations once again to Harriet Tuckman who has her face on a $20 bill. I'm just waiting to see it though. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a good movie. I hope it's more well-received than the, um, the Birth of a Nation and Ned Turner story. I know they tried to release that uh, the kind of like the little bullshit propaganda about the, the person in the film, like right before it came out. I know that deterred a lot of people from going to see that movie. Um, from what I understand, it was a really, really good movie. Um, I'll be honest, I haven't seen it myself. What? Uh, Ned Turner, The Birth of a Nation. What? I have not. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be a thousand. I thought we watched now. that together. Yeah, we did. No, no, that's that's your side, nigga. I no, think. I watched. Well, oh I don't remember because we goodness. had to go back and replay it. Because I remember they they uh went to. I'm the, telling you, I didn't. 
Oh, you so I'm not slow. even trying to be funny. That's you are so slow. Cool. All right. You so are so slow. slow. That means no you problem. fell asleep on the movie. No problem. Oh, there we go. Now I fell asleep on anybody. Uh-huh, doing me like you like did on both so oh, many years goodness. ago. Oh, Don't change God. the subject. Oh, my God. No, I'm serious. But um, I, I haven't seen the movie. I, I, I mean... I'm an action movie freak, y'all. I'm going to be straight up in the alcohol. And that just had action in it. I believe you. And I, I think that's one of those movies. I'm going to tell you another bombshell. I've never seen The Passion of the Christ. <laughs> never. Probably never. It's, I, and I have no desire to see it. I figured you would. I have me. never I'm seen I'm not Passion trying to be fun of the type of guy you are. 12 Years of Shave. Never uh, seen that Yeah, I haven't either. seen 12 Years of Slave either. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm kind of good on that one. I'm just good. The next time like was God like an action. It was like an action movie. Because he, he went out against, you know what I'm saying? Like, but he eats it in the end, though. He does eat it in the end. What person don't eat it in the end? It's that, so many. Man, it's uh, so many good. Oh it's so many movies where the good dude loses. Like man. you, you did something on on the forefront. You know what I'm saying? It's like damn. Just give him the fact that he rolls up against a nigga. It's oh, I'm like, giving him that. Oh, that that is uh, he has undeniable props for that. But I'm saying like that just should have been like. Based on a true story, and then you flip the end around to where they kick ass and win. My first friend. of all, it's in his okay? assery, like Dan Turner yeah. for the W. Okay, mm-hmm. um, but now it, it's um, I, I, yeah, that, that's a couple movies I've never seen. That I probably should, um, but I hope good cinema comes back. Um, like they're good blacks. And I was telling somebody the other day, like they don't make shows like they used to. I don't watch probably. I, I cannot name one black show that I watched today. There are, to me, I, I, well, I take that you back. Don't I watch TV. Back. I don't. But there's a couple. Even even then, when I didn't watch TV like that, there's a couple that I still like watched. You know what I'm saying? Like I still watch like Living Single, Martin. Um, I was a huge fan of a different world Cosby Show. Whatever you want to say about that, you say, but it was a great fucking show. Right. Um, you know, there's a lot of shows that I watched. You know what I mean? But nowadays. I put it like this right here. Somebody from the '90s came and asked me, "Hey, bro, what's one good show that I can watch and still feel like it's good TV, like it was?" The closest I would get is maybe Blackish, mm-hmm. I guess. And they got they got so many versions, not versions, but so like, like mixed threes, yeah. And so those are like the you know, three. But, but um, like they don't make any like girl like I, that was a guilty pleasure of mine. I used to watch Girlfriends. You know my- what I'm saying? Girlfriend. I wouldn't sing the song, but yeah. I, I mean, and definitely if I didn't know the words, I wouldn't be trying to sing the song. You know, <laughs> but that's just me though. Just, just this is that there you go. That was the cutoff. That was the signal right there. That was the cue. That was the little red light that starts blinking and tell you when you get yeah. ah. when your teleprompter has run out and you're Shut not reading up. my lines. That, that, that's exactly what happens. Shut up. Um but like there's like I, I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm not bashing on what y'all watch. I'm not a fan of, uh, I was supposed to say love and basketball. I always Power. say that. What is it? Power. Okay, I heard this. Power is one. I of haven't seen Power. Empire What's the other one? Empire is another one. one. I've never seen one of those. I think they're getting ready to end Empire. They got Greenleaf. They have Queen Sugar. It's a lot of black shows out there. You just don't watch them. I'm not trying to well, be see, funny because they don't like- have interest. You don't have interest in watching something like Queen Sugar because you just said you like action. I like Point action. Blank period. I heard so- Power has action. I guess a lo- another thing is I don't like episodic like that. Like where if I missed last week, I won't understand what the hell happened this week. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like those, like, like, you just like want a movie. single. You know what I'm saying? I like movies. It is what it is. Oh, or you just want one of those episodes that starts and ends in the same episode. Like, it's not like a continuation. Some of that is cool. You know what I'm saying? Or like, some of those continuation episodes. 
I guess when it comes to a show like Power or Empire, this is what I'm saying. Like, this is this is what I'm ultimately saying. I'll watch don't Power watch either. when it's over, and I can just binge watch the whole thing. Can you dig what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. Like I don't like watching the next week to know like how the entire season is about to. I end. think that's why we didn't watch. Um, and and everybody's gonna throw whatever at us, but it is all I watched Game it. of Thrones. Lies. Did you watch Game of Thrones? Because if you did, did I'm going to kill you. No, I did not. Okay. I did not. But like Game of Thrones, we haven't watched Game of Thrones once again because I don't like being, like, I do agree with that. I don't like being on edge ever. And, and then they go years at a time without doing reshows. What the hell kind of stuff? Is, and then it makes yeah. you, but my thing is sometimes, and I, I, I guess they did prove a point that they bring people back with that, is the fact that to me, like, I lose interest. You know what I'm saying? I started losing interest in, in Power. I mean, not Power. Empire. Long time ago. Damn near like season two or three. I was like, okay, I'm over it. Which one you is know that one? one? That's the 50 Cent one? That is the one with Taryn Tower okay. and Taraji okay. P. With Cookie. Yeah, Cookie. That's all I and know. And then Power. I never. I think I watched the first episode, maybe. But I'm not trying to be funny. I got kids. I can't watch too much stuff with titties and ass on screen. You know what I'm saying? As like, much as I want to. As okay? much as we want to, we can't. You know what I'm saying? I have saying? to watch like, shows when the women are fully clothed. Look at this, but in the men too, huh? Oh my pal. Whatever. Close but, these men up. No, no. I need to see the <laughs> chesticles. Oh but no, um, with it, but you That's know, you like certain like shows, I can't, I can't watch like that. Yeah, my kids go to bed, but you know, they know how to get out their room and come in here too. I just don't want to pause and it's a pair of boobs on the screen. I mean, you know, it is what it is. I actually prefer to pause with the boobs on the screen. <laughs> This is ridiculous. Now you see what I have to deal with. I have to deal with the ass back. You left that one wide open. You because still have to walk through that whatever, door and get a break. Whatever. But anyway, um, please go and support the Memphis Indie Fest. It's this week, um, October the 30th through the November the 4th. So you're able to c- catch a couple of shows. Oh, uh, you got a couple of days left, or we'll have a few. They'll have a few um, things displayed. Like I'm looking here, they have a show on. Uh, Tuesday, November the twelfth, called everybody's, um, everybody's, everything is playing at the Malco Studio on the Square, uh, Monos, which is at uh, Malco Ridgeway, Wednesday, November the thirteenth, Tuesday, November the nineteenth. Um, they're actually having 2009 Festival Short Award winners, and that's at the Micro Cinema at uh, Crosstown, or yeah, Crosstown Arts. So we have some movies, you know what I'm saying, that's going on through the city of Memphis and things that's being done in the city. So I always look out because we're growing, um, and I'm just seeing so much stuff going on in the city of Memphis. It hurts my heart, but I know that they're trying to grow the city as well. But I'm wondering what they're doing with those people. People, um, that they're removing out of those homes and knocking those down, you know, knocking those um, housing facilities they used to live in. Where are you putting those people? Because, like, we just had a bad storm the other day. What was that, Friday? No, it was a little bit longer than that. Like, like, anyway, it was like a week or so ago, and a tornado actually came through Memphis. Um, yeah. we, we're blessed that we weren't affected by it. We didn't lose anything but our lights, but. Um, and it was, those came back on in the same day, and that was a blessing because the part of the city we live in, they'll leave stuff out for a couple of days. And unfortunately, we're lucky because some people in other other areas 
lights be out for a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, but you know, we're thankful we live where we are, but in our East Memphis area an apartment complex, um, roof got snatched off on Perkins and ended up on Getwell somewhere. Um and unfortunately those people are now homeless. And yeah. their landlord is probably not looking at, at putting now, a new roof on there. Yeah, he's he's probably going to he's probably going to tear down he's the facilities because he's possibly not an owner of in Memphis. He might be somewhere that some person that lives in a whole different state, and that's how a lot of these renter or rental properties go is owned by somebody else that's just you know got stuff all over the place and um. And so now those families going to be dis uh, they're already displaced, but now that that their landlord don't know what they want to do, you got kids that's in the midst and families that have been displaced and and items that have been lost and things that will get lost because they don't have anywhere to take it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like if I go to and my mom's house, the I can't take my house that. full of stuff with me. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Because I, she doesn't have that space. Most people don't have space where you can bring all your ish and your family. Well, hell, a lot of people, have, yeah, I hate to say it, nowadays people might have the space, they just don't have the desire. You know right. what I mean? Take care of a whole family that I don't want to take, you know, they don't have to, you know what I mean? And they feel like um, they got to take on those responsibilities. And yeah. I think a lot of times being in this situation, um, you, when you have somebody living with you, you feel like you had an obligation to, to you know help those folks out and sometimes they make you feel that way you know what I'm saying but that's that's kind of where you end up but I think it, I was telling somebody the other day I asked her what where is your village she was like what you mean I was like so you new to the job your kids sit where where her baby dad where your daddy at where her daddy at oh well that Negro ain't no good he better be some good because you can't call into this job in your first 90 days, ma'am. You know what I'm saying? Nope. Where your mama at? Um, you know, mama passed away or whatever the case may be. And it, it effing sucks. It does. Dad or is in or may not be in the picture or he is. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have no siblings and all that other stuff. Like, people got to learn how to keep their relationships going. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how you keep your village going. Like, our, like my sister, she just sent us a message and was like, look, we got a whole bunch of stuff going on in November. I need everybody to chip in. Because I'm about to do the same. I'm about to go back to school. So, that means we're going to need some help. You know, some some steps are about to be made. I tell you about that learning? It's that learning. I'm trying to get that higher education. Come on through. Okay? Trying to elevate. And higher learning was that movie, though. I, that's why I said higher education. I ain't okay. trying to do that higher learning route, okay? Make me have no. to cut somebody. <laughs> but no, um, the whole thing is, it's just like, you know, we got to have our village going. Yeah, you have to keep those uh, relationships. Don't burn those bridges, people. Um, and sometimes you I can do bad all by me. myself. Hey, Who's going to get your kids right school? I mean, well, well, it's like this right here. Sometimes... You know, I understand that those bridges can't help but to be burned because I don't agree with keeping people around just because they're family or just because they're friends. Some people are toxic, you know what I mean, and don't deserve, you know, your atmosphere. They don't deserve your energy. However, if you find yourself in a situation where everyone falls into that category, the problem might be you. Maybe you. You know what I'm saying? Like, just might. Sometimes it's good to take the inventory of self. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a pretty cool guy. I know if you don't like me, it's probably something wrong with you. The man in the mirror. Boom, boom. I had to go ahead. No, um, 
a lot of times people don't understand that, but when you you everyone needs people. Don't think it, Jason. You know you no man in the mirror. Yeah, what I do? I can break out the whole dance. Come hey, on. Hey, I won a talent competition at '88 doing man in the mirror. Come on now. Home. It's only because okay. he was four years I old. Got, it don't matter. I still knew every word though. Look, crotch grab here, crotch grab there. I'm taking home the gold, baby. This is the gold. Okay. Anyways, um, but now, especially, like I said, um, I know we run out of a little time here, but I will say this, this being that holiday transition episode, um, whether it be Halloween to have somebody to, to, to go with, to trick or treat with your kids, or a couple of cool parties to go to to get some socializing going on, trunk or treats. whether it be trunk or treats, or whether it be um, uh, Thanksgiving time, and you just going to have a plate with somebody, just to go fellowship with another family, or Christmas time, you giving and receiving presents, and just going out and being in somebody's. Or just presence. going to go say hey. Or just going to go say hey. That's what I'm talking about. Just like just sit down and, and and you know have some coffee or tea or whatever the case is, and just go say hey and talk for a second to some people. Um, so as we transition into this complete holiday, uh, holiday mode, holiday spirit, holiday transition, holiday ham, um, holiday ham. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get them yams. Um, the yamage, the yamage. Uh, but I, I guess that's what we're saying when you transition. Like, if you don't transition into anything else with this this holiday season, transition into being something different. You know what I mean? Trying to mix them all together. Uh, be someone different, like you can on Halloween. Uh, be thankful for something like you can be on, on Thanksgiving and give joy and be joyous like you can be on Christmas. These are things that you can take from all three of these holidays and incorporate them through the rest of the months of the year and the rest of your time here on you Earth. You still have time to start your goals today. That was G. How I just put that together. You did? That was G. That was, I, just, I just noticed that it was kind of cool. It was actually pretty cool. pretty cool. I might go back and steal that. And just serve it as your own, huh? Will. Mm-mm-mm. Words from kind your of Toro. I actually wrote that out for him, you all. He's reading from a piece of paper. So. Uh, it's, uh, the old shout out to your girl Toro. Mm-hmm. 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 I was thinking about that line there. But incorporate these in your life, people. Um, um, do unto life. others. The ultimate is still the golden rule. Um, you so small. Um, I see like that. Love. And look at that. They actually giving us the life. real life for real this time. No, um, no and look, she, you're going to waste your couple seconds singing. Yep. Slaw. We love y'all. Always. We are pulling us out Port of Harbor. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed love you all so much. Really airways do. with us. Uh, we, we miss you guys. You we appreciate you for listening. Your girl Toro, once again, coming to you live from the Palatial Studios of Team 13. We out this piece. T13, take it easy, T13. y'all. T13. Don't try to last word me. I will. No. Nope. Right now. Nope. Now. Nope. Now. Now. Now.